3: If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com.
1: Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details.
0: When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members
1: save over $130 million. To save, visit healthlock.com
4: today. Up next, The Truth with Lisa Booth, part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
0: He's no longer in the White House, but Donald J. Trump is still the most talked about man in America. And he's got a lot to say as we witness one of the biggest foreign policy disasters in our lifetime Joe Biden's disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Stay tuned for a raw, unfiltered, and unapologetic interview with our 45th president. This is The Truth with Lisa Booth. Mr. President, thank you so much for taking the time to join this podcast. You're my first guest, and it's an honor to have you back on the show.
4: Well, thank you. It's an honor for me. Thank you, Lisa. You
0: know, sir, when you left office, I don't think anyone realized. I mean, we knew it was going to be bad, but we didn't know it was going to be this bad. We're witnessing one of the worst foreign policy disasters, not just in our lifetimes, but in American history. I want to play something that Joe Biden said the other day and then get your reaction on the other side.
4: Okay. Let me be clear. The evacuation of thousands of people from Kambul is going to be hard and painful no matter when it started, when we began. It would have been true if we had started a month ago or a month from now. There is no way to evacuate this many people without pain and loss of heartbreaking images you see on television.
0: So there he is basically trying to say this chaos that you're all seeing, it was inevitable. This was always going to happen. You know, the, the chaos was always inevitable. Is that true?
4: so he 's totally wrong. we had it so under control, like you wouldn 't believe I dealt with the I dealt with the Taliban at the highest level, and in fact, the man that 's running it right now abdul and it was going to be absolutely perfection now. the military would have come out last, not first. That was the big mistake they told They took the military they left thirty five or forty five thousand people plus a lot of others. Right in harm's way, the military that's like a captain jumping off the ship, much worse than a captain jumping off the ship early. This was a horrible miscarriage of of what should have been easy to figure. Nobody's ever seen a thing like this. I think it's the most embarrassing thing ever to to take place in our country as far as i don't even call it foreign policy. I call it military policy. I call it. A lack of common sense, the military under my other uh, what? because I agree that we have to get out, we should get out and that's OK. But the way they got out and I'm not sure that the way they get out is going to even allow us to get out. So the military should have been last. We should have sent the people out very safely and we would have had Bagram open. That was always going to be. We should have kept Bagram because Bagram is between China it has, uh, it has total access to China, Iran, and Afghanistan, and I guess they didn't realize that they abandoned it. It cost $10 billion to build it many years ago, and they abandoned it, but the military should have come out last. It would have been a wonderful thing to watch because the military would have come out, would have protected everybody, then probably you bombed the bases, the bases that we uh, determined, and... Then the military comes out. Everybody is safe. We take all of our equipment. They're talking about eighty three billion dollars worth of equipment, some of it brand new, the latest. And I'm sure Russia and China already have Apaches and some of the other things that they can now copy very easily. This is the greatest mistake. I have never seen anything. And everybody's embarrassed by it in this country, and it's not going away. It's only going to get worse, in my opinion.
0: Well, and it's also shameful, sir, because we have Americans that they left behind in Afghanistan, as you said, by doing it backwards, by pulling the military out, and then now we've ceded this territory to the Taliban, and we're in a weaker position. And Americans are still behind. They won't even tell us how many Americans are still in Afghanistan or how many Americans have been evacuated. Why won't they tell us that?
4: I don't think they have any idea what they're doing. I don't think they know they probably have no idea and he's actually very cavalier where he says you know the date well the date is being fixed and they don't think the Taliban is going to approve an extension the Taliban's running everything they're controlling everything outside of the airport and I actually think our soldiers are in harm's way they're all in a relatively confined area this is an absolute Disaster. I guarantee you when they heard that the Americans left, you know, what happened, I guess, is that the Taliban and the leaders heard that the American soldiers have left and they probably said, you must be kidding. There is no way that happened. They said, no, they left and they sent a small group and they walked in and then they sent a larger group and then they said, let's just walk in without a shot to be fired. And we have anywhere from 10,000 to 45,000 Americans there, not to mention many other people and eighty three billion dollars worth of equipment. It's absolutely a disaster. And the big mistake was letting taking the military out first. I guess he was in such a rush to get the military so he could say something. And then it all collapsed as soon as that happened. And who wouldn't know? It would have to collapse. But the big mistake was taking the military out first, not last. It should have been last. And then you should have bombed the bases. Well,
0: and you said that Vietnam looks like a masterclass in strategy compared to Joe Biden's catastrophe. I think that's a perfect way to summarize what he's done. Look, your administration, you know, you you had conversations with the Taliban. You reached that deal in February of 2020. What should people you know, what did you learn about the Taliban during those negotiations? What should people know?
4: Well, first of all, they're very tough. They're very smart. They've fought for centuries, okay? They've been fighting Afghanistan. They've been fighting for centuries. They're good fighters, and we have to be very smart. We have the greatest equipment in the world. We have the greatest soldiers in the world. But the leadership doing what they did is so horrible. So I spoke with the head, and I told him very strongly. I won't go nearly as strongly right now, but you know what I'm saying. I said... Listen, Abdul, if anything happens to an American, if anything happens to our land, to our country, we're going to hit you harder than any country has ever been hit by anyone before. No country will have suffered like what we're going to do to you. And after a little discussion, he said, I understand what you're saying. And he fully understood it. And then we had a conditions-based agreement. We had a great agreement. Do you know that no soldier was killed from the time we signed that? No soldier. It's 15 months. No soldier has been killed because they knew we weren't playing games. And finally conditions-based. They met the conditions then they missed a condition. We bombed the hell out of them. They came back and met that condition. Then they had a couple of others and they were in process of doing everything. We were going to get everything. And then they had a rigged election. It was a totally rigged election, a disgrace. And this is what a rigged dishonest election gets you. And they didn't have me all of a sudden. And you had this guy who It's not even imaginable that he immediately took the military out and left all of those Americans and other people behind, and frankly, left $83 billion worth of equipment behind.
0: Quick break. Back with President Trump. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them. Sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Folks say this new solar generator from Four Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once and two USB-C outlets which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4patriots.com/lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com/lisa. say about a president who's willing to leave americans behind enemy lines
4: well i don't think he to this day knows he did anything wrong I, although probably just i mean he's actually saying no we want to be out of afghanistan we're not complaining about that we're complaining about the fact that you took the military out and you you just laid this to potential slaughter i mean jimmy carter had a few a very small number of hostages We've we've been held up with one hostage. He has potentially forty five thousand American hostages. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. I really can't believe that the military would let him make this decision. It's hard to believe that the military would have allowed this to happen. This is gross incompetence. And I really believe it was that I, I just don't think he understood now maybe he does, but I doubt he does because he's trying to say that he did the right thing and that it was always going to be chaos. It wasn't going to be any chaos. There would have been no chaos. There would have been nobody hurt, injured, anything. You wouldn't have had people falling off the sides of planes. The planes would have filled up as many as we need. If it took three or four months, it would have been fine. We would have had a much better airport situation. We would have had Bagram open because we always intended to keep it. And now you look at what's happening and he's trying to say it was it was projected. But actually, three weeks before, he said just the opposite. So he said there'd be nothing, there'd be no problem. This was going to go smooth. We have a man that doesn't know what he's doing and nothing is as bad as Afghanistan. But if you look at the southern border, It's of equal incompetence. We had the strongest border in the history of our country, and now we have the most open, the weakest border, and people are forming, and they're talking about masks, and they're talking about vaccinations. People are flowing into our country by the millions. I say millions because what we're getting is just a small fraction of the people, the total people, because people are coming in by the millions to our country, they don't have masks. They don't have vaccinations. They don't have anything. Our country is being infected. And now in Afghanistan, we're delivering people all over the world. And they're not vaccinated. They're not masked. Uh, the whole world is going to start up again. It's what's going on is the most incredible level of, of incompetence I've ever seen on anything,
0: well, and you had mentioned, you know, the southern border. I mean, right now we're evacuating, you know, tens of thousands of people, many Afghan refugees. We have a southern border, as you mentioned, wide open for anyone to come across and enter our country. The Daily Caller has already reported that some of the Afghan uh, Afghan refugees have been flagged for possible ties to terrorism. How 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 susceptible to danger are Are Americans right now in terms of bringing people into the country that might want to do harm or or terror attacks right here on American soil as a result of all this?
4: Well, incredibly, because when you're taking that many people that quickly, you can't vet those people. And you have people that are terrorists that are saying, we love America, we love America. They probably walk around holding an American flag. And they don't want good for our country, and they have serious terrorists over there. So you have people coming through that are absolutely terrorists, and they're coming through under the guise of we want to be in America, we want to live in America, we love your country, right? And they can't vet. You have thousands and thousands of people a day coming, in. there's no way they can vet those people. And I think, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see what the Taliban does. Right now they're doing the political thing and they're saying, let them come in. Although a lot of pe- people are being beat up and beat up very badly coming into the the gray zone, as we call it. But I will say that uh, nobody's ever seen anything like this. I watched you recently and you cannot believe what you see. Nobody can believe it because it's so simple. I, in Alabama the other night, I told the story of a five-year-old child. What would you do given the circumstances? He said the military would come out last And this is really all about that decision. The military has to come out last. Everyone's safe. Everyone comes out. The machinery this incredible, this equipment that's so expensive comes out, 100% of it. I said, every nail comes out, every screw, every bolt comes out, every army tank comes out, everything comes out, every single piece. And the military used to tell me, well, sir, it might cost more to do that. I said, that's okay, let it cost more. All of the equipment comes out, and then you bring in the military, you bring the military back home. It's disgraceful.
0: Well, and doesn't it put us at such a weak place on the world stage? I mean, you were one of the probably the greatest foreign policy president we've seen in my lifetime. You understood peace through strength, deterrence, sending those 59 Tomahawk missiles to Syria, dropping the mother of all bombs, taking out Qasem Soleimani. Now, all of the hostile actors are going to get more hostile because they view Biden as what he is a weak, he's a coward. Our allies are condemning us as well. They don't even respect us anymore. So what does this mean for foreign policy and just the safety of our country moving forward when hostile actors view us as weak and pathetic and our allies you know, don't even trust us or respect us?
4: And I took out al-Baghdadi, the founder of ISIS, who was reconstituting ISIS because I destroyed ISIS. 100% of the ISIS caliphate we knocked out. I knocked it out and frankly... Uh, When I got here, the people there said, you'll never be able to do it. It was a mess. And we did it very, very quickly because we do have great generals, by the way, Lisa. I know some of the generals are great. Uh, They don't happen to be the ones that are on television. But we have some great generals, some great people. We knocked out ISIS in four weeks once we got started. And they were working on that for years And it was an amazing operation. So what is happening, though, are foreign countries and countries that that like us and don't like us no longer respect us. They don't respect him, and they don't respect uh, what what certainly happened to our country. We have woke generals now at the top level. We have people, I don't know if they want to fight. You heard my statement the other night in Alabama about woke. To be woke is to be a loser. And that's exactly what happened, and it's... uh, happening with lots of different things, even our women's soccer team. I was so, you know, it's sad to see what happened with that situation. It was supposed to be an easy win. But unfortunately, woke means you don't win. And uh, they didn't do it, although some of the young ladies stood up proudly for the flag and those we take our hat off to. But uh, we have uh, I've I've seen it. I mean, the letters that sent to soldiers talking about equality and talking about other things that they're not even thinking about. They're so proud to be a soldier. They're so proud to be uh, in our country and and to represent our country. And then they get all of these uh, crazy letters from headquarters talking about things that they never even thought about. And they don't want to think about them. Now, it's a very sad, it's a very sad time. And I will say other countries Uh, Whether it's NATO, you know, I did a big number on NATO because we were spending so much money on NATO and they weren't, and we're protecting them. So they they kill us on trade and then they kill us in the military too. NATO, we get them to pay 430 billion, 130 billion initially, ultimately 430 billion dollars more, and uh, that was a great achievement. But the people represented in NATO, they don't respect our country anymore. Now everyone's saying, are we going to be there for them? And, you know, you really do have to ask that question. This was a tremendous, uh, I guess it's more than a miscalculation. I would call it pure stupidity. This isn't just a miscalculation. This was no common sense, pure stupidity. The withdrawal is the worst withdrawal anyone's ever seen, probably in world history, not just for our country. There's never been a withdrawal like this.
0: Is that what happened, though? Was it was it that they got too woke? I mean, because as you mentioned, we have a military pushing critical race there. We have, a you know, CIA and our intel agency is trying to recruit people based off of, you know, all this nonsense. Right. And then we've got the NSA spying on Tucker Carlson. Is that what happened? Just, you know, a complete focus on the wrong things while completely, you know, ignoring and, and missing the ball and actually important things
4: (laughs) and by the way they probably did spy on tucker but if you remember early on i said they spied on my campaign and i turned out to be right they spied on my campaign could you imagine what would have happened if we spied on the democrats campaign whether it was obama or biden or any of them or hillary it would have been uh it would have been rather rambunctious to put it nicely but they spied on my campaign. We got they spied on Tucker, I guess, that I don't know. But it sounds right to me. It sounds like something they do. Uh, it's disgraceful what's going on in our country. And we've got to turn it around. And then on top of it, we have a fake election. That election was a fraud. And the numbers are coming out now to justify it. They're all coming out. Watch Arizona, by the way. Watch, Watch some of these states that are doing their forensic audits. You watch what the numbers are going to be.
0: Well and two, you see Democrats trying to push things like HR one, HR four, trying to get rid of voter IDs, trying to make it as easy as possible to cheat in election, sir. But one thing I, I think is remarkable, so you you basically had the entire system against you, right? As you just mentioned, you had intel agencies targeting you. Had you know career people within government bureaucrats going after you. Uh, the media lied about you. Big tech has censored you. The left impeached you. Yet you are still standing. And when you hold these rallies, you have massive crowds. I mean, the enthusiasm has not died down despite them doing everything they can to try to stop you. What what does that say about the America First movement?
4: More enthusiasm. I'll tell you, when we when you look at that Alabama rally or the Ohio rally just, you know, a few weeks ago or any of them, the Florida rally, you look at what we're doing with We've we've always had these massive crowds, but we could have had I'll tell you what, we had 68000 people in Alabama. They could have been much more. They had to stop them. And you know what the expression was? Stampede. They were worried that in a friendly way, they'd move forward and you can't stop that many people. Uh, No, there's never been enthusiasm like this. And it's enthusiasm to bring our country back. They're so embarrassed by what's going on with this administration with Joe Biden. And it looks like he doesn't really know what is happening, which is pretty, pretty sad, pretty pathetic. And everyone knows it, but, and I don't even get into that. I just say it was a horrible decision. It was a horrible embarrassment. And The level of enthusiasm now is greater than it's ever been. I've never seen anything like it. And then they go after people that are American patriots in many cases, not in all cases, but in many cases. But they don't go after Antifa and they don't go after Black Lives Matter, where such horrible things have taken place. You look at Portland, where they ruined, destroyed the city, where they took over sections of Seattle, where Minneapolis was literally destroyed if I hadn't sent in the national guard you wouldn't have a Minneapolis right now I gave the okay you had it you had to do it and you don't want to do that because it's supposed to be run by democrats and they're supposed to be doing their job but they didn't do their job and the same thing with Seattle had we not gotten ready to go in we were going to go in to take they took over a chunk of Seattle nothing happens to those people but they go after others and it's a disgrace and the people are angry about it.
0: When I can say I went to a rally in Reading, Pennsylvania, right before the election, and they were the kind—it's the kindest people, right? And so many people, just so nice, so or so orderly in leaving too, not even leaving a mess behind. So it, it disgusts me too to see the media, to see the left try to paint your supporters, m- me being one of them. Uh, as you know these terrible people that are hostile to their nation it's just a blatant lie and it's disgusting, and it really seems like the whole point is to try to weaponize the government uh, against your supporters.
4: They built our nation, those people built our nation. Those are incredible people. I saw it the other night in Alabama. I see it in Ohio. I see it wherever I go. These are the people they don't complain; they are very distraught, and they are actually angry. And what's going on when they look at what's going on in this country where the prosecutors are being weaponized like never before. Nobody's ever seen anything like it before. And the one thing I will say, they stick together, the radical left. And they're not a 50 percent of the population. When you are uh, anti-voter ID, against voter ID, when you're defund the police, when you're for open borders, when you're for sanctuary cities, that's not a 50 percent group of people, when you're for no Second Amendment and destroy the Second Amendment and high taxes and big regulations. We have far more. This is not a 50-50 thing. What you have is not a 50-50 thing. What you do have is a lot of crooked elections. And those elections have been going on for a long time. But there's never been a time in our country's history where it was anything like this. You know, we got Uh, You take a look. We had 13 million more votes. Think of it, 12 million more votes than we had last time. And it's probably, you know, you probably add another a lot of them onto that. But we had 12. We went from 63 to 75 million. And I was told if we got one million more, we couldn't lose. Well, we got 12 million more and we supposedly lost. But we didn't lose. And you'll see that when the figures start coming in from the states. Uh, But the people are angry. They're great people. They built our nation, and they're really angry. And it's much more than 50%.
0: Quick break. Back with President Trump. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. You could be one of them. Sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be. With the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X, Folks say this new solar generator from 4Patriots is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run the big appliances like your fridge even longer. Or other devices like an electric blanket, microwave, RV air conditioner, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4Patriots.com Lisa. The
2: 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates – Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.
3: This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global.
0: If you wanted to try to destroy a nation, I don't know if you anyone would be doing anything different than what Joe Biden and the left has done over the past few months. I mean, it's like everything has gone wrong, Mr. President. Inflation has been up every single month. You've got everyone's paying more for things. You've got a southern border wide open. We have a foreign policy disaster in Afghanistan. They're trying to overthrow our elections to federalize, nationalize them. I mean, I literally can't think and that Joe Biden hasn't even handled COVID well. It's like, I cannot think of a single thing that he has done well.
4: <laughs> By the way, he's done terribly in COVID. We did a great job in COVID and got killed all the time. They'd use India. Well, look at India compared. Well, take a look at India right now. It's devastated. Uh, they say, look at South Korea. South Korea got devastated. Look at Japan. Japan was, as you know, devastated. Any place that was good at the time, they'd say, oh, look, Uh, We did such a great job and the vaccines and, you know, the vaccines are very interesting. But these vaccines would have taken five years. I don't think they would have ever happened if it wasn't for me. I got them done in less than nine months, less than nine months. So when you look at it and you see what we've done and now you look at what's going on, the the plague from China is back and nobody blames Biden for it. If I would have been president and that would have happened, the fake news media would have had a field day. But he's done a terrible job in COVID. Terrible job. He's done a terrible job with the vaccinations. And that's because people don't trust him. But he's done the world's worst job on the border. That was all he, and you know, I say it all the time, all he had to do is go to the beach and relax. The border was the safest it's ever been. Now it's the worst it's ever been. But the border looks like brilliance compared to what's happened in Afghanistan.
0: So I was supportive of Operation Warp Speed, obviously, as you just uh, laid out for the audience, of getting the vaccine to market for people who are high risk under emergency use authorization. I support things like Right to Try, which you were a big fan of and, and really pushed forward throughout your administration as well. The only thing that does concern me is how fast the full approval process has been for the FDA, for Pfizer? Because if you already have it out on emergency use authorization, why not take your time on the full approval, you know?
4: Well, they took a lot of time and they took more time than they were supposed to take. And that's because nobody pushes them. But look, we did a vaccine that nobody could have done. It would have taken forever. We got it done. And I'll tell you, saved millions and millions and millions of lives throughout the world. So we're very proud of that. With that being said, people have their freedoms and they have their right to choose, et cetera, et cetera. But we did an incredible job on the vaccines.
0: I think that's the right outlook to have, you know, it's up to not everyone is high risk and not everyone's, a, you know, COVID's not a threat to everyone. It should be up to each individual and their doctors. You know, one last question. I know if you've got to get going, you know, Looking at all of this, looking at the disaster in Afghanistan, looking at how bad and much of a disaster the Biden administration has been so far, where does this leave you for 2024? Do do you want to run again? Do Do you want to go through another presidential election? What's on your mind right now?
4: I think you'll be very happy. I think you're going to be very happy. Okay, we have to save this country. The country is nobody's ever seen embarrassment like this between the border and Afghanistan. I guess Afghanistan blows everything away. There's never been anything like that. You know, you could say, well, they want open borders. At least you can say open borders would kill our country. But at least they can say that with Afghanistan. There's nothing they can say. Nobody's ever seen such stupidity and incompetence. Uh, So I think you're going to be very happy. Is there anyone else in the
0: Republican Party you think
4: could do the job? Well, I don't like to talk about it. I have great support. Most of them have said uh, we would never run if the president reruns. We won it twice. I've won it twice. And now I have to win it again, I guess, if uh, we're going to save the country. Look, uh, I think we have a great opportunity to do things. I'll make a decision. It won't be maybe for a little while. You know, a lot of people would like to see a decision immediately. But perhaps there's also a big group, including maybe myself, that would like to see it after the midterms, where I think we're going to have record numbers. I think we're going to do fantastically because of how bad a job they're doing. You know, you're looking. So I'll be making a decision on that. You're going to know very early in the process, and I think you'll be very happy.
0: Mr. President, it's an honor to speak with you. Thanks so much for joining my podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time.
4: Thank you very much for your words.
0: I want to thank President Trump again For taking the time to do my podcast He was my very first guest And it is an honor to have him on Again talking about Afghanistan Such an important issue Facing our country right now And I also want to thank you guys at home For listening It means so much for you to take the time To listen to my podcast If you enjoyed today's show Please leave us a review And rate us five stars in Apple Podcasts You can also find me on Twitter, Facebook And Instagram at at LisaMarieBooth and special thanks to our team, producer John Cassio, writer Aaron Kliegman, researcher Isabel McMahon, and executive producers Debbie Myers and speaker Newt Gingrich, all part of the Gingrich 360 Network.
2: If you dare.
1: Mo Play.